This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. There's only one. There's only one pod in the Motor City that's keeping you up to date on everything Detroit sports. This is The Daily Ticket with your host, Jeff Rieger. Hey, everybody, what's going on? Jeff Rieger, another episode of The Daily Ticket. This one for a Friday, December 29th, 2023. Happy weekend, everybody. You're probably not even working this week, but if you are, thankfully, today is the last day of the work week. And what a great weekend we have in store. You got the Lions and the Cowboys at Jerry World tomorrow. Not to mention Michigan, Bama, New Year's Day, a full slate of college games, a full slate of the NFL. And as you're watching right now, maybe you're having your coffee. Maybe you're listening right now. Maybe you're having, I don't know, like an Egg McMuffin. I think we all celebrate because the Pistons more than likely have tied the longest losing skid in the history of basketball. I'm recording this at 325 on a Thursday, but you don't have to be a mind reader or Madam Cleo to figure out that they're probably going to have gotten their ass kicked by the time you watch or listen. In Boston, 18 and a half point dogs, they're going to tie the record for the longest losing skid that spans over two seasons. They already own the record for one season at 26. They already broke the record. They got 27 losses in a row. By the time you watch or listen, they could be at 28. And then on Saturday against Toronto at the LCA, they could set the new record for futility by themselves. They could be standing all by their lonesome. The funniest thing, by the way, and we talked about this, the Sixers who currently own the record, they were trying to tank. It was all about believe in the process. They were trying to suck. They did not have any talent. They wanted to tank and get the best draft picks available. Did not really work out, although they're a good basketball team, right? The Pistons have talent. They got some talent at least. And as the taping of this podcast, they have 27 losses. I would assume it's going to go up to 28 and then maybe 29. That game on Saturday, I'm a little worried about. I must be honest. The Raptors are not a good basketball team, and the Pistons got to win eventually, correct? I think so, right? Anyway, before we get into the meat of the podcast, I got to bring this up because I was thinking about this in the shower the other day where I do my best thinking. Can you help me? I need your help. I do consider myself a somewhat creative individual. That's why I went into radio to begin with. I think I hopefully have shown some of those creative skills doing this podcast. But what I need from you, 
is an idea. I want to make a t-shirt to honor the losing. And the only thought that popped into my mind was maybe the Tom Gorris quote, other than winning, we do a lot in the community. Or maybe I'll do other than winning, the Pistons are a good basketball team. But there's got to be something better than that. Is there anything that rhymes with 28 or even 29? I would like it for you. If you got a thought of what a t-shirt should look like, give me your idea. I know a couple. They make t-shirts. They got the printing press in their basement. I can have anything made. All I need is the idea. Maybe a little artwork. I give it to them. We'll sell the damn things. We will honor the Pistons stinking. It's what we should do. We should make a little money on it, right? So I need the idea from you. Give me the idea. I'll pick the best one. We'll vote on it maybe. And then I'll give that idea to my buddy. And then maybe we can get a team of the deal. And then maybe I can get you guys t-shirts as well. Like I kind of feel this is what we need to do. We need to commemorate the losing. So let me know what you're thinking. A lot of creative people watch and listen to the daily ticket. I know that for a fact. You guys are awesome. Help me out. What idea do you have? We need a t-shirt. And I'm hoping it gets to the point where maybe we make enough. People start wearing them to Pistons games. Now, that would be amazing. That would be doing work in the community. If you know what I mean. Anyway, let's get to it, Chobie, because, listen, Pistons aside, nobody cares. The Red Wings truly struggling. They got a big game against Nashville tonight. They've lost nine of their last 11. Nobody really cares right now. Is college basketball even playing? I'm not even sure. I know Monday is Michigan, Alabama, but tomorrow's the big day. Tomorrow is the day where the Detroit Lions go to Jerry World and they take on the Cowboys, a Cowboy team that is amazing at home and truly stink on the road. Now, before we get to the particulars of what I'm going to talk about, Dan Campbell spoke yesterday. He says Taylor Decker should be good to go. So that is awesome news. Fantastic news. Better news. James Houston, eight and a half sacks last year, has not played since week two. His window has officially been open. So he's starting the practice. Maybe he can get back with the team. Still waiting on Ali McNeil, but how about C.J. Garner-Johnson? This is not official, but there's a chance. There's a chance C.J.G.J. plays against the Cowboys. And yesterday's podcast, we already talked about what's at stake. The one seed is still gettable. The two seed, very gettable. You just got to win your next two games against the Cowboys and against Minnesota. So I was thinking about this, and I wanted to run this by you because I truly believe it. I think as a fan base, we're torn. We don't know really what to believe. We haven't been here before. Is this team real? Are they just good? Have they played a rather favorable, easy schedule? Do you believe they can actually do damage? You talk to one person, they probably think they can't even win a playoff game. You talk to another person, you probably think they can go to the Super Bowl. We are all so split on what we're thinking the Detroit Lions are capable of. Then I realized... Beat the Cowboys, you're Super Bowl worthy. Beat the Cowboys, you are Super Bowl material. And I said this the other day on the radio when people disagreed with me. 
This, to me, is your biggest test of the season. This, to me, is a chance to not only get better seating, but to send the message to the NFL that you better watch out for the Lions. Because if you can beat the Cowboys in Dallas, that's amazing. If you can beat the Cowboys outside of Dallas, that's no big deal. Everybody else seems to do it as well. Have you checked out the Dallas splits, home and away splits? It's insane. The Cowboys are 7-0 and when they play in Arlington. On the road, they're 3-5. and Dak Prescott, the fine quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. At home, 7-0. and 21-25 in the air, 20 touchdowns, and two interceptions. He has a rating of 122.5. That's insane, right? Only been sacked 14 times. On the road, he's 3-5. and five. At home, he's 7-0. and oh. On the road, he's 3-5. and five. His completion percentage goes down 11 points. He's throwing for 400 less yards. Only 10 touchdowns compared to 20 touchdowns. On the road, he's throwing five picks at home, only two picks. And then the rating is insane how much it dips. 122.5 at home, 87.1 on the road. You get the Cowboys in Jerry Dome, where they have yet to lose since last year, the first game of the season. And I think the Lions proved their Super Bowl material. I think the Lions proved they can beat anybody, anywhere. And they've been good on the road this year. They've only lost two games. Detroit just went into Minnesota, put up 30-plus on one of the best defenses in football, a defense that was holding teams to 17 to 19 points. At home, the Cowboys averaged 40 points a game. On the road, they averaged 29 and a half. It gets scarier. At home, the Cowboys hold opponents, get this, to 15.5 a game. That's it. That's minuscule. That's nothing. 15 and a half points a game. On the road, they hold opponents to 22.3. So it goes up a touchdown. They're a touchdown worse on the road than they are at home. It is amazing. How a talented football team like the Dallas Cowboys just truly sucks on the road. But at home, they're damn near unbeatable. You beat the Cowboys in Jerry Dome. You're for real. You're more than just an early round knockout in the second season. You are a Super Bowl contender and you're legitimate. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Cowboys averaged 39.9 points at home and 432 yards. Both lead the league. Cowboys are a plus 171 point differential at home, and they've won six of seven games by two scores or more. 
Cowboys are damn near fucking unbeatable in Dallas. Lions average 25 a game on the road, almost 378 in the air on the road, and they've had two of their worst offensive performances on the road. Against Baltimore, they scored six points. Against Chicago, they scored 13 points. Dallas is coming off two losses at the Bills, at the Dolphins. Dak leads the league in touchdown passes with 30. He also runs for about 15 a game. It's a scary game for Detroit. And you're probably thinking an unwinnable game for Detroit. After all, they're a six-point dog, and the spread seems to keep going up and up and up. And then you look at Dallas's offense. Dak is studly, MVP caliber at home. C.D. Lamb has caught 109 passes. That's first in the NFL on 151 targets. 1,424 receiving yards already. That's second in the league. Tony Pollard on the ground. 886 yards. That's eighth in the NFL. Five touchdowns. Brandon Cooks, another 600 yards receiving. 43 catches, 65 targets. He's a stud. And that's before you even get to the defense. You got to watch out for Micah Parsons. Parsons is unreal. 13 sacks. 30 QB hits. 53 tackles and 15 tackles for a loss. Darren Bland's got 62 tackles. Three tackles for a loss. Eight interceptions this season. Damone Clark. 99 tackles, four tackles for a loss this year. Leads the Cowboys in tackles. Marcus Bell is good. Marquise Ball is good. Like, this is going to be a tough test. And I know what you're probably thinking. Lions are going to lose this football game, and you just hope it's not by a blowout. But I got news for you. I think the Lions can win. Because there's a couple things that I look at at this Dallas team that I say to myself, all right, you got a chance. And the number one thing more than anything else is the Cowboys stink against the run. At home, on the road, it's the one stat that does not change. The Cowboys cannot stop the run. 19th in football against the run. 19th. And it just so happens that the Lions are the second best rushing team in all the NFL. Jameer Gibbs and his 872 yards rushing. David Montgomery and his 910 yards rushing. You're looking at two guys that can have 1,000 yards rushing for the Lions. You got a Lions team that should do exactly what they did in Minnesota. Win the coin toss, take the ball, stroll right down the field and score. And yeah, they're going to give up points. Yes, Dak is going to throw for touchdowns. Yes, he's probably going to light up a Lions defense that is not great through the air. Like, not at all. And yeah, the pass rush has not been great either. But I got to tell you, this offense for the Detroit Lions, if you find a way to sustain drives like you did against Minnesota, we're talking seven, eight minutes off the clock. We're talking soul-sucking drives. You do a couple things. You possess the ball, hopefully you score, and you keep the ball out of Dak's hands. I believe the Lions can win this football game for a couple reasons. The run game is first and foremost. 
You're going to be able to run on Dallas. And I think that's a great thing. And I think it's going to keep you in the football game. Number two, Jared Goff, when he gets protection, and this is an insane stat, but when Jared Goff gets more than two and a half seconds of protection, which, by the way, is not that much, or let's do it. Two and a half seconds starting now. Done. If Jared Goff gets that much protection, he is the most accurate quarterback in the entire NFL. I just recently saw this chart. I can show it to you if you want. It does a nice job of gauging how much time a quarterback has to make a decision and how accurate he is. Now, if you can see this, I don't know if you can see this right there. You can see Goff is all the way up at the top. When given less than three seconds and more than two and a half seconds, there is not a quarterback that is better in the NFL in accuracy. And this isn't a conversation if you want to re-sign Goff or not. Worry about that in the offseason. But you give the man some time and he can pick you apart. And what has that Lions offensive line done all season long when they're healthy and together? Give Jared Goff time. They're 6-0. and It's that simple. That, to me, is a reason the Lions win the football game. Sure, Dallas will get theirs. Dallas will get a lot of theirs. They average 40 points a game at home. More than likely, you're not going to stop them through the air. But this will be a game that you win via shootout. Your offense clicks. Their offense clicks. Don't turn over the football. You got yourself a chance. Turnovers, the Lions are a minus two. You can't cough up the football. The Cowboys are a plus eight. They do force themselves a lot of turnovers. But let's remember the Broncos from a couple weeks ago. The Broncos were leading the league and forcing turnovers. And what happened? Lions forced a turnover early on. They didn't turn over the football. They ended up destroying Russell Wilson and company. And now Russ is benched. What have I missed? I think I hit it all. I'm not saying the Lions are going to win this game. But I think they're going to compete like hell. I think they're a good football team. I know people worry about their defense. And for that, I'm sure nobody is giving Detroit a chance. But I can tell you, as they honor Jimmy Johnson and put his name in the ring of honor, and we're going to have to put up with Troy Aikman on the broadcast, talking about Jimmy, blah, 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 blah. It'd be great if the Lions could go into Dallas and beat them, edge them out, give them their first loss at home all season long, and their second since the first week of last year. Dallas is in kind of a tailspin. Detroit can still get the one seed. The two seed is super valuable. However you look at the postseason and what your wants are, all I know is if the Lions win this football game, and I think they can, if the Lions win this football game, they are Super Bowl material. If you go into Dallas and do something that nobody else has done, and I don't know why they're so much better at home than on the road. It doesn't make any sense to me, but they just are. And by a long shot, you beat Dallas where Dallas is at its best. After coming off of two losses, you're a Super Bowl team. I would not be worried about going anywhere. What are you worried about? Hostile environments? Detroit has won in Arrowhead. Detroit has won in Minnesota this year. Who cares about the hostility? Detroit won in New Orleans. 
They've only lost twice on the road at Baltimore and at Chicago. And that Chicago game woke them up. I'm not worried about the environment. And yes, again, Dallas will get theirs. There's no question about it. Dak is awesome. He's an MVP in Arlington. But if the Lions can keep pace and produce a couple soul-sucking drives, maybe force a turnover, they can win this football game. And if they do, you will feel different about this team. Because I know how most Lions fans are feeling. Yes, we just want to win a playoff game. And yeah, we're good enough to do that, but we're not much better than that. No, we can't go to San Francisco and beat them. No, we can't go to Philly and beat them. You go to Dallas and do something that nobody else can do? Come on. You, my friends, are Super Bowl material. You're the real fucking deal. I believe that. I wholeheartedly believe that. And I think you're going to see that on Saturday night. Here's the other thing, because I know you're going to ask. Who is Dallas beating at home? It's a great question. I'm glad you thought of it. Dallas has beaten a mismatch of all kinds of teams. Like, they beat the crappy Jets. They beat the awful Giants. They beat the hapless Commanders. They beat the woeful Patriots. Those teams stink. But you know who else they beat? The Seahawks. They gave up 35 points to the Seahawks and beat them 40-35. They beat the Rams with Matthew Stafford, not with his backup. And they beat the Eagles. Okay? Those are three playoff teams right there that they beat at home. They put up damn near 40 on every one of those teams. So I get people worrying. I get people thinking the defense is going to be the downfall of this team. At the very start of this podcast, we already told you they're getting healthier defensively. That defense needs to be 10 to 15% better. And if it is, Lions are a real threat. So I want to hear from you. Are the Lions Super Bowl worthy caliber material if they beat the Cowboys? Because I know how Lions fans are thinking. Playoff team, good team, exciting team, so happy it's us but not good enough to go to the Super Bowl. That changes if you beat the Cowboys, in my opinion. What about you? If they beat Dallas, you're talking about the all-time litmus test, the all-time measuring stick game. They beat the Cowboys in Dallas. You are Super Bowl worthy, Super Bowl material. And that's wild to say, isn't it? So let me know, comment section below. Do you agree? Do you disagree? What are you thinking? Also, if you have any ideas for the best Detroit Pistons stink t-shirt to commemorate their shitty losing, please let me know. I have friends that make t-shirts. We'll all go into business together. We can literally flock to the LCA all wearing these t-shirts. It would be fantastic. They would have to put us on TV. So. If you got an idea, I told you my idea. I don't love my idea. I'm going to think on it a little more. going to throw it out on the radio as well. But I would love to hear from you. I'll give you full credit. All right? All right. I think that covers it. We won't talk to you again until next year. After Michigan plays Alabama. By the way, I think Bama wins that game. I don't know what you think. Let me know. Comment section. And if the Lions beat the Cowboys... Isn't this a Super Bowl caliber football team? I say absolutely. What about you? Let's get to some comments and then we're going to call it quits and you're going to go enjoy your weekend.
I am too. Fair enough? Good. Yesterday's podcast was about Lions playoff scenarios. You know the weird thing about the Lions being good? I usually on the daily ticket. Please subscribe, rate, review, follow. Thank you. I usually read a good comment and a bad comment. The good comment is like, Jeff, you're great. We, we appreciate your content. The bad comment is like, fuck you, Rieger. You suck, right? There's been very little bad comments since the Lions have really started winning games. It's amazing. The Lions win. You hate me less. So let's keep winning because it's nice to be loved. All right. So yesterday's podcast was all about the Lions and what playoff scenario you want. And some people don't even want the one seed because they want the easier playoff win. While other people want the one seed and, of course, you know, the first round bye and obviously home field throughout. Here's some comments. This one comes from CL5619. The one seed by is as good as a round one playoff win, but better because you can rest and preserve your players from injury. Plus, you get the home game for NFC Championship. It's easiest path to the Super Bowl. I prefer that. I would agree with you. That's a good comment. Here's another one. N-S-T-O-T-T-0-1. Is that Nestat? A one? Three seed. Playing Stafford would be epic. Fair point. See, that's weird, though. Some people want the three seed so they can play the Rams, and they don't care about the bye or home field throughout. They just want to kick Matthew's ass, which, by the way, I'm totally behind. How about this one? Thomas Bales, 8203. Rieger, I want the one seed. It's the pole position of football. The Patriots rode that one seed to six Super Bowls, and I want the Rams. People are so worried about what Stafford will come into Ford Field and do. I would be in great anticipation of what Goff is going to do to the Rams since they disposed of him like he was rubbish. He said trash. I added rubbish. That's a great word. Then I got one more. Nolan S. Zakan, 3044. I hope I said that right. Said my biggest fear is not seeing a playoff win and that my buddy's giving me hell for eternity. I get it, man. The Lions bashers would be out in full force if the Lions lost the playoff game. Well, that is some of the comments. I'm looking for a bad comment. Like, Rieger, you blow. Rieger, I hope you have a crappy new year. Rieger, your resolutions suck. There's nothing like that. It's amazing. Oh, by the way, somebody says I should wear my hat forward instead of backwards. Hair's looking good today, isn't it? Put some of that thickening spray in there. Look at that. Although when the light shines, it, it looks like a toupee, actually. I probably should not have said anything. All right. I want to say Happy New Year to everybody. You guys are awesome. We started this podcast in late August. We got quite the following. You guys watch. You guys listen. I love you all for it. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll catch you next year. We'll recap Michigan, Alabama. We'll talk about the Lions in Dallas. Lions in Minnesota just around the corner. And then, of course, the postseason. So we're just getting started for awesome anticipated games for the Detroit Lions. And maybe Michigan beats Bama, and maybe they go to the CFP title game as well, which we'll talk about. But Happy New Year. Enjoy your New Year's Eve. Be safe out there, and enjoy New Year's Day. And we'll catch you next year on the Daily Ticket. See you guys. Bye-bye.